Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic. It's my honor to be part of this podcast for six years. We've been doing this, unbelievable. Uh, this is your comedian's guide to autism. My name is Kirk. This is my buddy Graham K. Hello, everybody. Boom. This is your comedian's guide to autism. Uh, a little behind the scenes uh, info. Grammo is in Arizona. Which, if you're going to go to Arizona, this is the time of year, April. You don't want to go there in August, so it's probably still it's 80 going degrees up, out there, but yeah. It's 100. It's going up to 100 today. Perfect. You've got a sweatshirt on. I see you. You're uh, dressed appropriately. Well, they crank up the AC in hot climates. That's true. They do. And in, and in cold climates, they, they crank up the heat. Yep. Everyone's uncomfortable all the time. And uh, um, speaking of cold, I just flew in from Sweden. I literally was at Penn Station. No, not Penn Station. Newark. Got a message from Grandma. You want to record now? And I hightailed it back from You Newark messaged me. To Yeah, but we, I messaged you and we had confirmed for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah, messaged okay. me like, hey, can you do it in an hour? And then I came from Newark to Penn Station, straight home, wearing the same clothes that uh, I got up this morning in Sweden. It was snowing in Sundsvall. And uh, it was great to see JJ. He's doing great. We had a um, kind of intense, um, not intense, but, uh, well, the backstory is we've been trying to get him a job. He's yeah scheduled through the state. He's eligible as a dual citizen slash Swedish citizen to have a job. And so he gets... Um, that's you know his right as a citizen of a mm-hmm. country like Sweden that prioritizes their disabled. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's money for those programs, uh, mm-hmm. which is a sore spot for me that there's sometimes it's hard to get money here, but for programs like that. But when there's a war mm-hmm. somewhere, we get to pay for that somehow. Yep. You yep. know Sweden could pay for their own wars. It's uh, not Sweden, but Europe has money. They're bigger than us, and they have more money than us. They can pay for their own stuff. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. But we had a meeting Mm -hmm. with, um, I don't want to use the names of the people, but uh, the guy, I'll just say the guy. So in a way, in a way, American taxpayers are funding. And this, you are, this is the one of the reasons I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. You are, you are funding um, JJ's uh, programs through your taxes in a way. Because you're paying, you're paying, you're paying for Swedish military. Swedish And then they don't have to spend money. They don't have to spend money. On it, so they can put money towards your child. So that's a nice way to think about it. A- as American taxpayers, we are all helping autistic children in Europe by protecting, uh, by so they can spend less on their defense and fund more of their social programs. I don't yes, disagree. bombs, bombs for autism. I don't know if that's a good bumper sticker to sell after your well, show, but uh, maybe not. Well, but um, but we had a meeting with the guy at the commune who's in charge of it. Um, there's there's two ladies that I've been messaging relentlessly, bombarding them with emails. I'm like, I took the old Shawshank Redemption uh, uh, philosophy. Like, if you send one letter a week and he gets $250 and some books, maybe if I send two letters a week, they can't ignore mm-hmm. me forever. That's Andy Dufresne's thing with the books in the in the Shawshank. Anyway, so I've been harassing these ladies. Not harassing. Following up persistently with these ladies. They finally gave me their boss's email. So I met with him. I wasn't super i felt like he was saying all the right things but i also feel mm-hmm. like his the last person his position he's only been in this position six months was only there a year mm-hmm. and then they put me off and then the person moves up becomes mayor or do something else and yeah then I, and i'm following up with somebody else 
Right. So he gave me his bosses and then the mayor's email. So now I emailed both of them today. And <laughs> this is going to be the biggest email chain of all time. But uh, I felt good. I felt good. It was, you know, it's, it's harder to ignore somebody in person. So it was good. Now these meetings and yeah, JJ's doing good. Does it look like that he can he can get a job? Is there any anything started or what's what's going yeah, on? Yeah, what they're gonna have to do is they they have to start these um, they start new little individual units, and so they 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 have to buy a, a building and then retrofit it for as a job to actually the kids the people not kids work there at that site doing something, mm-hmm. and so what it looks like they're gonna do is do something that's a little more advanced, mm-hmm. but then they'll take some of the the autistic kids from the easier quote-unquote jobs and move them over sounds like you uh, drop something on the floor you move them over and then um and then jj will backfill those uh the the previously filled jobs so it's uh it's good you know it's it's we're trying it's a, you know it's it's um you know these meetings don't make me feel great but it was good it was, it's yeah yeah it's there's it the bureaucracy what doesn't make you feel good about it just i don't like being the bad guy mm-hmm. and you know complaining well you gotta be you gotta be a karen sometimes yeah i mean i think all parents kind of feel like this you, you know you get tired of being yeah. the, the the squeaky wheel but squeaky wheel gets gets the grease. well i i can say that you know coming from another country with social programs for people with disabilities um the way the system works is you have to, you still have to push. Yeah, the most Things annoying parent gets the most attention. I mean, there's a parable in the Bible about the what is it the crooked uh judge who even though he doesn't care about justice, the lady, the widow keeps bothering him so much. He goes, "What do you want? I'm going to have to fix this lady's problem or she's just going to annoy me to death." And so he does the right thing. So that's what it makes me think of. Sure. Yeah, it's just uh, you have to use the system. You have to push people. It's still run by people yeah. who have a lot on their plate, and you have to make yourself a priority. Um, my mom and my uh, is very, very good at being assertive. Very, very good at uh, at my dad too, but uh, you know, my mom will root around in there. They, you know, they they found this live work play program and when you you know 20 years ago now and um they uh, he's peter's been in it ever since and they got you know they they they're the organization that is you know has government funding and it was able to find him a job several jobs his latest job as well and also hooks him up with a um a staff member who comes once a week and helps him that he Either they go grocery shopping or he helps them clean the house. So you just make sure cleaning and organizing. Peter had it yesterday. The guy came over and they cleaned and organized his apartment. Which is like, you know, it's 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 five hundred percent important. And well, and also, but they, like but you know, they wouldn't have done that. There's like there there are kids that have these in Ottawa, in Canada who have these services available to them and their parents aren't utilizing all of them because they're not pushing or they're not researching. So, And I was yeah. going to say, he probably interacts different with this guy than he does with your mom, too. I hope so. 
No, I just mean if your mom comes yeah. over and goes, clean your apartment, that's more nagging, and I'm sure it's a different it's a different dynamic. Oh, yeah. He, like, looks up to this guy. He wants to, like... Um, the buddies. Impress him, you know? Yeah. So, totally. So, you were there for, what, like a week? I was there a week. Um, we did several days of assembling furniture, like his... Uh, oh, I saw the video. It was super cute. Oh, and he I, did like it. You could you remember when you were like you uh, yeah, last I, episode you were like I think he's going to like it and he yeah. did like it. You could tell from the video he's like hammering stuff. That was 7 hours. It, we did 3 hours a wow. day for 2 days and he he does the, there was probably on the back of it there's 50 nails. He did them all. I didn't do any of the nails. He had one yeah. that he put in crooked and he was very upset about it and made me take it uh-huh, out. Good for him. And so I had to go find pliers and the whole thing, and I didn't post that yeah, part. But uh, he's a uh, perfectionist. He wanted it straight, and then he did all the screws, and he's got really strong hands. You know, I told the job guy this. I'm like, we put together furniture three or four hours a day, and he's, you know, everybody's temperament's very different. He's not like a jovial, like laughy, like ha ha. He's just very serious. But I know he liked it because he's engaged. He didn't walk away. He. Yeah, I, I didn't have to nag him. He picked up the, you know, he picked up the tools. He wanted to hold it. He wanted to do it. So it's like that's how I know he liked it. You know, it wasn't like yeah, he was like, Dad, thanks for that moment. He didn't say that. That's for sure. No. Uh, <laughs> but he focused. Um, you could tell he was like really focusing. Yeah. Like turning, you turning tell, right? the screwdriver or whatever, or the Allen key, and then the the hammering, and, it, and he was doing a good job hammering. The hammering, dude. He, he I couldn't believe it. It's hard it. to go straight. He got him, and then he would, and then he would straight. And he's. It's the other funny thing was I look very small next to him, which is funny. I've not, I don't feel that small except for when I'm in Sweden. And yeah, I, we did a show last night. It was one of the guys was six nine, the other guy's six two. I'm like, if we got lost in a village, I'm the ugly guy. <laughs> you did stand up in Sweden? Yeah, I was at St- a Stockholm comedy club last night. I was like, I'm the ugly guy in this group. If we, if we met two women, you guys would be talking to the girls and i'd be over in the bushes just watching like a like a little old man anyway <laughs> <laughs> that you killed, look like you could be swedish though that killed on stage uh yeah. but yeah i don't think it would work as a joke yeah i guess people talk to me in swedish and I'm like yeah i don't speak swedish i'm sorry yeah but he's got You're very like, strong hands and he's yes. big and he can some of those screws didn't have holes to screw the screw in, so you have to like you have to yeah. you have to push you have break to push. through yeah yeah and he would do it just strong hands like his, his hands are bigger than mine his wrist he's just a big kid he's a big boy yeah and, uh, he's a big kid i think he would do great at like you know so we talked to this guy i'm like i think he could assemble furniture at ikea if you wanted i don't know he could <coughs> was dis- he helping could he could he assemble furniture alone not alone but i mean again we did it for two days and by the end he he got he got it so you'd have to you know, but I don't expect him to get it in two days. But if every day he knows you got to, yeah, do, the same, the same one over and over yeah. again, he could do the screws. Yeah. I drew a little dot where to, or the, the nails. I drew a little dot, put the nail here, and and he does it right at the dot, next dot, next dot. So it's like mm. I don't, know, I wasn't doing any of it. That's so, good for you. Yeah, it was really great. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out. The Smith boys. Uh man, we could uh, have a have a have a furniture making company as long as the furniture is already basically made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, he really enjoyed it, and it was really yeah. It's on my Instagram if you guys are curious. It's uh, I tried to edit it down as best I could to put seven mm-hmm. hours on there, but uh, I was really you know when he's a little kid, I told you this. He really liked putting together shelves, and he this was the next step. Though this was much harder. 
Yeah. What if he was like, you know, he had like a helper and he would do TaskRabbit. And well, it what, could be advertised as like you're hiring someone with a disability. Yeah, he's going to have to have helper. somebody with him, though. Yeah, a helper. Yeah. Yeah. Like a volunteer or mm-hmm. a Swedish volunteer or someone who's getting half the money or mo- most of the money or all the money. And then I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't really. Uh, not that he doesn't need money, but he doesn't really do anything. So he gets like. You know, he gets yeah, his little I mean. stipend from the state, and it's like, but it's not like he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't watch cable, yeah. he doesn't, doesn't, he's not going on dates, he's not buying clothes. Peter drinks and watches cable. Yeah. But c- cable's 100 bucks, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, it was good. It was, it was, uh, he's really hard to find activities, and it was a good, fun activity. I thought, I don't know, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a great video. I loved watching it. Yeah, I thought it was, it's on you, Kirk's Instagram. I don't know if you Kirk saw Smith this comedy, but halfway through, there's a because I I kept it in because one of the only things he says like in three hours, but he accidentally hits his thumb with a nail and he goes, "Ouch, are you are okay? You, are you okay? Yeah, I saw that. that. Yeah. You, yeah, and you said it too. Yeah, yeah. So I like uh, his voice. It's interesting, right? Like he does his tones thing where he copies people's tone. Well, he sounds like an American. Yeah, and it's it's uh. He's got a sweet voice. I can't you know, he's a bigger guy. How big he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird to look at a video like, who's this old guy with this normal-sized person? Oh, I'm the little guy in this video. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it's weird. Hey. That was another thing I said on stage last night that really worked well, but I don't think I could recreate the moment. But I'm like, my son's going bald. Like, how old am I where my son is bald? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you could see just the way he's built, and the, the we like had to move some of the furniture. It's easy for him. He just like he's strong. Yeah, he's strong. Are you proud? Yeah, I just think I think he could do something. I think he could. I'm serious. I think he could. I don't know. Uh, you know. Of course, he could do something. Assemble some sure. sort of furniture thing, and then move it around, and like, yeah. So I'm, I know I'm tying it back to this job thing, but that's been my kind of focus for him you know he's 20 he'll be 25 this year and i just want him to have something to like you know this you know because i was talking to one of his aides and she was like there's a cup there's four main people that work with him and then you know some people that sub in and stuff but uh and they're all kind of different it's kind of nice they all kind of have different strengths but um you know and the way she said it was you know sometimes when you translate from another language you translate direct and it sounds weird but also it sounds kind of neat uh, yeah, you know it's insightful, and yeah. she's like, you know, this, he's a man. Is this what he's gonna be with his life? He needs a job. He needs a purpose. And you're like, oh wow, when you say it like that, you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So really, like, lit a fire under me to like try to get him his purpose, so to speak. You yeah. Know? Well, you should have been like, okay, get him one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all trying. Yeah, I mean, really, as the dad, I'm the one that's gotta, you know. Yeah. They're not, well, they're you're doing a great to, job, yeah, considering you're to, you're in a different continent. Um, you're doing a great job. The next step is we can escalate it to uh, they have like a oversight thing, and obviously, you know the the commune doesn't they get they get fined by the government. The community does. The city gets fined by the government. The the federal government basically if they don't if they're not doing their job. And I don't want to do that because I feel like I don't want to take more money out of the community. I mean, even though it's within the yeah. Swedish government. 
I just want them to do it. But at the same time, I don't have a lot of options of what to get your, how to get your attention. I've mm. asked you and asked you and asked you. And, you know, I've been patient. I've been a good Christian boy and waited. And it's got me. What are they much. saying? Well, that's what the meeting was about. So that was the, yeah, that was the big meeting. So. What did they say? They said, well, we'll, we'll do well, it. Well, I just want you to know it is a priority. And my boss knows this. And he says, we all agree with you. We all agree 100%. And, uh, you know, we all say yes. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, if you ask out a girl and she goes, yes, I'd like to go out with you. And then you go, okay, you want to go out Friday? No, Friday, I'm busy. Okay, how about in two months? In two months, I'm getting my hair done. All right, three months. Well, that means no. If you can't say yes, but then nothing ever happens, that's still Did you say no. that? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. What'd they say? He laughed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, he's like, yeah, it's true. You know, because... Yeah, it's true. No. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye, American. Yeah, but, but the was. fine is like they they get they get fined like fifty grand if they don't do it. So mm. I'm, I think I said I'm gonna I'm gonna email some people and then. Um, and you know, it's not gonna come out of their salary. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. What can you do though? Yeah. Well, look. I said what I'm going to do is I'm going to email his boss, and then if we don't have something in a few weeks, I'm going to have to escalate it. Like, if they don't have mm-hmm. at least a plan and a date, hey, we're targeting June 1st to have, mm-hmm. because, and I told him that too, and I'm like, in six months, you might be the mayor. You know, you guys leave, and you keep getting promoted, and then nothing happens in my, back here on the ground where I'm trying to get this stuff done. Mm-hmm. He, he thought that was funny too. I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Where were you at my show last night? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> show was good. You'd, you'd, you'd enjoy Sweden. You'd fit right in. You're 6'4". Mm-hmm. Me and the other uggos are going to go hide in the back. <laughs> yeah, you 6'2 shrimp. Um, this is, listen, this is the, definitely I can say without question, the tallest podcast about autism out there. It's not even close, honestly. I, I we're the yeah. only podcast about autism over six two, mm-hmm. <laughs> barely. Mm-hmm. But the average was six three, six two plus six four, six three. We used to be the only podcast, period. But now <laughs> the only you know, we were the only, we we're the only podcast about autism. Oh, about autism, yeah, and, for sure. And now we're one of many. We're trailblazers. I had to, still I had to sell you on it. You were like, "Who's going to listen to this?" And I'm like, "There's a lot of people, bro." Unfortunately, yeah, it's a big I'm tribe of people that, that don't want to be involved in this. <laughs> I'm, f- <laughs> I'm finally coming around to it, Kirk. Like, you know what? I think we should Took do six this years. podcast. Yeah, Took six I'm actually years like, a I also, I also didn't want to do. Write cu- jokes about it, and I'm finally writing jokes about it. And now it. you're doing a one man show about it on Broadway. One man show about <laughs> it, and it's. I had my first go at it. Um, How was that? La- it was great. A lot of people came out that. Um, it was a small crowd, but it was like it's a small venue, and and uh, but I had like people come out that like who have autism in their life. Yeah. Like people with, you know, autistic children or autistic siblings. And, um, I, I thought it, I, I, I really like, they were suppo- so supportive and nice. I like, I'm, I'm going to cry thinking about it. I, I like, I love those type of people. And, um, yeah, it was, I, 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 you know, I'm proud. The show's not done yet. It was just sort of like a workout 
show, but it's coming along, man. I'm really proud of it, and I I'm I'm working with uh, my producer to find um, a more uh, a venue this summer um, to do it all summer at, and um, we're excited about it. I'm really excited about it. Um, and the weird thing is, is like oh, I, I played some of Peter's uh, voicemails and uh, brought down the house. Hey. People love it. People love Pete. He's like the most lovable guy. Um, you know, I told Peter I was doing a show about him. And he was like, well, what does that mean? What do you say about me? And I say, you know, I tell people how cool you are. And he goes, okay, like, what else? And I'm like, well, I'd say how, how, how great you are and how I learn stuff from you. And he's like, well, what do you learn from me? And I, said, I learn how, I learn about life. I learn how to, uh, how to put things in perspective and how to work hard and how to be happy and how to be patient. Um, and then he was like, okay, you know, I did talk too much in high school and I'm like, <laughs> okay, so I think you were fine in high school. And he's like, well, teachers have changed. And I'm like, all right, so we're back on this. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's sweet, man. That's really yeah. sweet. It was nice. Should we do in the news? Yeah, let's do it. Sorry, I'm just quiet. I'm just it's listening. Time. I'm just thinking about... I was just thinking about that. You're trying to explain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because people ask me all the time. Sorry, we'll do the news in one second. I was just going to say, people all the time ask me like, oh, you know, and I think it's just because they're trying to connect with me. They're not trying. I don't yeah. know if they actually think through their questions before they ask them, but they go, oh, you know, I'm on a cruise ship somewhere. Where is he? He's in your cabin. I'm like, well, he's like, you know, pretty disabled. Like I, somebody have to watch him. He's not, I can't yeah. just let him wander around, you know, the cruise ship. Uh, uh, and they'll ask questions like, yeah, well, what does he think of your comedy? And I'm like, I mean, <laughs> you know, he doesn't really yeah. talk. Like, yeah. yeah. He's really into, he's a 25-year-old man that's really into Christian cartoons and Veggie Tales and, mm-hmm. you know, Barney and, and uh, Blue's Clues. I don't mm-hmm. know if the nuance of stand-up is something he could, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not making fun of him, obviously, at all. It's just not something in his wheelhouse. And so... No, Peter doesn't get stand up. Yeah. He just waits for other people to laugh and then laughs. I think what your brother likes about it that my son does like is when there's a big group and everybody's having a good time. He's like looking around. He's like, great. We're having a good time. It's good times. Yeah, totally. He does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He likes, yeah, it's, he it's likes good times. That. It's Which nice. I got to be honest. It's kind of where I'm at in my life too. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm having fun. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's okay. For right now, at least. Some comedians um, are trying to be really uh, whatever, and I'm trying to, let's have a fun time. It's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These are honest jokes. Let's Peter have- was wearing a pin. So he uh, he goes to comedy shows. I've said this before on this podcast, but his, you know, liver play takes them to their, you know, sometimes as a fun activity. You know, they'll go to a restaurant or they'll go to the movies. Sometimes they'll go to a comedy club. And at the end of he at the comedy show, he walks up to the headliner and stands too close to him, probably, and says, I know my brother's Graham K. And then they kind of just have to figure it out. And, and I was walking with know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's not somebody well, too famous. Jer- Jerry Seinfeld's like, okie dokie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Canadian comedy is small enough. They usually do. But like I, uh, 
I was like, walk, walk. I went home this past Sunday, drove a, I bought a car, drove I up. No, we kind of buried the lead. What's going on with yeah. this car? I made it. I think we talked about it last episode, but we did. Uh, it did make it. It made it all the way up and back. Up to Canada. I had, I had a college gig near the Canadian border, so I, I ended up sleeping at my parents' house after the show and staying all Sunday and having dinner there. Um, and uh, did you take old Peter for a car ride? I didn't take him for a car ride. Not yet. Okay. Um, wasn't interested. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, what was I saying? Uh, what was I talking about? Nuances of stand-up. Oh, yeah, he's wearing a pin, yeah. a comedian's pin. And I was like, what's that? And it's just this, it was like this random Canadian S- comedian's pin. came through, yeah. And gave him merch, I guess. Nice. Yeah, so I messaged the guy. He was like, hey, your brother's awesome. <laughs> I actually really like, um, I think it's, you know, I, I, I kind of do a joke or I do a little not a joke, really. It's just a little throwaway line between the last two or three autism jokes in my show where I go, oh, I talk about autism. It's important for people to, to normalize disability, and it's important for people to see disabled people. You know, everybody's very different, and we're all God's mm. children. And But it is true. I like the idea Not of me. a bunch of disabled people going to just being out because then it puts the onus on the comedian to not – make fun of disabled people. There's a freaking group of them mm-hmm. right here, you, you, you ding-dong. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? 100%. Yeah. If, if if the comedians, they go, hey, just so you know, uh, every every few weeks we get a group of, you know, it's it's so just please don't do that. Oh, okay. You know, most comedians yeah. are trying to make people have a bad time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Should we do it? We got distracted. Yeah. What do you want to do? We we, we we could we could have done it. We could do it in the news if you want to just sum it up real quick, or we could do it and save it for next week. Whatever you want to do. Oh yeah, because we're already at, we're already kind of out of time. Yeah. Um, maybe we should save it for next week. All right. This was sent in to us, Sarah. We're gonna do your article next week. Longtime listener and supporter. Well, of our Patreon. We, we do. It'd be weird if we didn't do in the news, right? We always do in the news. Let's do it real quick. We've got time. I'll do it quick. All right, here we go. Buckle up. I'm ready. Uh, this is from the New York Times. I think Woo! This is the, woo We're doing first subscription New York Times I certainly in a don't while. have it. I make a lot of money. Um, <laughs> enjoy your ride. Kids with autism have a message for transit riders. Transit agencies across the country are broadcasting public service announcements recorded by children with autism for Autism Awareness Month. Uh, It was last month. (laughs) Uh, When Allison Chang 7 recently recorded a public service message asking New York City subway writers. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? I got got them. I I was home just recently, and I got the month wrong in front of my mom. That's funny. And and she was like, uh, it's April. (laughs) You have the memory. You're like your father. You have the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Can I have more potatoes? Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, else Chang, subway riders, not hold the train doors open. He added his own personal greeting to the beginning. What's up, chicken wing? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you mentioned being on the New York subway, and it's some kid was like, What's up, chicken wing? <laughs> I'd pay attention. Anyway, the reason for the poultry theme uh, salutation, that past week we may or may not have had 
chicken wings, he explained in the interview. Benjamin Ruiz 6 was given a template for the public service announcement using New York commuters to please not litter and keep their hands and feet inside the train at all times, but he rewrote the script to make it his own. The final version, which he recorded a couple of hours after his bedtime on his mother's phone, included a cheery sign-off. Remember to be kind and a happy New York City day. Remember to be kind and have a happy New York City day, Benjamin says. Bye. Have a good day. I think that's nice. Benjamin and Allison were two of the approximately 100 boys and girls with autism who recorded public service announcements for the transit system in New Jersey, New York, San Francisco, Atlanta, Washington, um, for April. Although not every child's recording made the final cut, the project has aimed to broaden acceptance of children with autism and to give them a chance to have their voices broadcast at train stations, which many of them adore. Many children with autism focus intensely on the technical aspects of trains and buses, subway maps, train schedules, and Jonathan Chitter, co-founder of the Foundry of Learning Center, a school for children with developmental disabilities in Manhattan, and the driving force behind the public service announcements. Side note, Kirk, do you remember that guy, the guy with autism uh, in New York who would uh, steal buses and, and drive oh, yeah. and steal, steal subway trains? Yeah. And, just, and he would make all the stops. He would do like a great job. <laughs> I like, love the making all the stops part. That's he my makes all part. the stops. We did. He did all the announcements. He knew the schedule by heart. He knew how to operate it by heart already because he did research. I directed two would trains today in Sweden, and actually, I gotta say, it's, it's a different experience over there. But it is nice. A train can be nice. Oh, a, a I love it. A train can be very, very nice. Oh, uh, when you fund public the pu- public services. For like group big groups like that, it's the best. Like a big train, like a fast train, yeah. no traffic. It is so relaxing. It's so much There's less stressful. There's a bathroom stressful. on there. Seriously. There's a, ba- There's a bathroom. You don't, Someone you brings don't, you coffee. Yeah, they have coffee. for. You don't want to use the bathroom. But if you have to, like, I mean, I'm not saying that's a solution to someone in New York most City. Most of them are clean. They, you're going to have to have a bathroom eventually for these people. Whatever, anyway. Uh, children's autism also latch onto phrases they hear in spaces where they are intensely focused and use them as sub, as some of their first means of communication, Mr. Tricker said. As a result, it is not unusual for a child in New York City who is in this, on the spectrum to have, as his or her first full sentence, something like, Stand clear of the closing doors, please, Mr. Schritter said, reciting the familiar warning that plays throughout the city subway system. That phenomenon, he said gave him the idea to pitch the children's announcements to the Metropolitan Transportation Authority in I New York. That. I love it so much, which was the first agency to broadcast them last April. Mr. Shri- Mr. Trichter said he spent the w- uh, he spread the word about the project the project on f- Facebook and accepted any recording that were sent to him. It was then up to the transit agencies to decide which ones they wanted to use. Thank Excuse me. Transit officials <laughs> said they were glad to support the project. What? What? Just scratch your nose. Just made me laugh because I usually do stuff like that. Go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah. Well, I caught myself. You wouldn't have caught yourself. You would have kept talking off the mic. Uh, no, I would have. I would have put some peanuts in my mouth and crunched them really loud. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would have to yell at you. Uh, 
We know the children of this. Uh, we know that children on the spectrum are some are some of our biggest fans," said James Allison, a spokesman for Bay Area Rapid Transit, which has played the children's announcements on all fifty stations this month. It seemed like a natural thing, and what a great way to give them thrill. Peter, by the way, would love. He used to love trains. Him and my dad uh, made train sets. And yeah, they wore, I remember. They wore, I've seen the pictures. They wore, yeah, they wore little hats. They both had a train hat, and they would hang them on a hook, and they'd go in there and work on it. I don't Just see the cutest wrong with thing in the world. Oh my! If you did, you'd be a you'd be a Nazi. Um, <laughs> the announcements were not only gratifying for children and their families; they were also a morale boost for transit agencies, which were off to the target of complaints. Said Kevin S. Corbett, the president of chief executive of the Jersey Transit Riders, have noticed. He said, "This sort of throws people off the regular routine and catches their attention." Mr. Corbett said, "It's definitely gotten a really happy feel for a lot of people." Much more than any of us have expected. That's good. Um, for Brenna, calls of New York, it was special to to watch her son, Morgan Six, write his own announcement. Morgan could not make eye contact or speak when he was younger. Uh, read and recorded this read and recorded the statement over and over until he got it the way he wanted. He wanted it. Recently, Mrs. Kales took Morgan to the East 188th Street in the Bronx, where they waited for an hour to hear his message. The announcements are playing in 50-minute intervals at 11 major stations in New York, according to the MTA. Hello, passengers, Morgan said in his announcement. My name is Morgan Callis, and I am six years old. I love trains and buses. Today, the MTA is letting me share an important announcement. If you see someone at the risk of falling onto the tracks, please get help immediately. Tell a police officer or an MTA employee. Be safe. And happy Autism Awareness Month. Morgan called it a super-duper-duper-duper exciting. Um, Mrs. Callis was also moved. It's very special to me because so many times kids on the spectrum don't have a voice, and we as parents end up being their voice, she said. They don't get the recognition they deserve. The the children's recordings, Mrs. Callis said, um, show there are so many different types of people on the spectrum, and they're all different. Lisa Stevens, who lives in Atlanta, said her son, Emmanuel Seven, uh, recorded his announcement for the Metropolitan Atlanta Rapid Transit Authority 12 or 13 times before declaring, Okay, Mom, this is the one we're going to send. boy. Uh, Emmanuel's sing-song voice, urging riders not to litter and telling them, Hope you enjoy the ride, reflects his personality, Mrs. Stevens said. I am so proud of him, to the point of almost tears, she said. He's naturally friendly and outgoing, and it's just amazing to see his growth and potential. On Monday, Emmanuel and his family rode the red line to airport station to watch planes take off and land to hear their announcements. He he and other children have recorded uh, play over this public address system. It was great, Emmanuel said in an interview. It felt like something in my heart saying, That's you, Emmanuel. You are so awesome. And the other kids... We uh, we were cheering them on. Anyway, pretty nice stuff, eh, Kirk? Right at the very end, I took out my thing out of my good ear, and but I heard did you say we're cheering them on? Uh, I think it's yeah, a great yeah, article. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I hope your earbuds are back in so you can hear me. Yes, yeah, sorry. Because uh, we are we are recording a podcast. I know. My, um, the good one fell out. Sometimes when I open my oh, mouth, that fell, my, sorry. Ear, oh. my ear holes are too big and they don't the stupid yeah. things don't fit. Anyway, it's a whole thing. I you know what? Don't AirPods, me. they're not for big boys like us. No, my, they don't, I had to. They don't quite I fit. Had to, no, I had to not. I had to 
discard them and get a different brand with bigger bigger holes for big boys. Yeah, because they would just boy, fall out. Your whole podcast. That'd be a whole different podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's not what you mm-hmm. think, people. <laughs> it would be a different crowd, <laughs> different demographic. Um, if you're interested in that one, mm-hmm, we did get. Mm-hmm. The, I I should read the. We uh we go through phases where we get a lot of mail, and then phases where we get less. Right now we're going through a less phase, but we did have this article sent to us from Sarah and Roger F. Uh, forwarded this mm-hmm. this article in the Times, and then they also. Uh, I'm going to read the rest of the the, the, the email they said. Um, below is an article about children with autism invited to public service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe you heard the PSA and the trans. Okay. Uh, Roger, that's your husband, and I did some flying this month, and the PDX, that's Portland's airport, we discovered a sensitivity room, gate D17. It's a large, peaceful room with lights that can be turned up and down. There's soft furniture, bean bags, a couch, carpet, and no sound except for running water feature that you can turn on and off. It's an escape for people with autism, brain injuries, and the like. Have a super trip yeah. with JJ. Yeah, it's very interesting. So if you live in the Portland That's area good. with your little your little campers and you're going through, there is a quiet room that you can come and disturb the peace in. That's cool. <laughs> That's great. Well, Kirk, um, I'd like to tell the audience uh, to donate to our Patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash autastic that's the name of this podcast and you can donate a dollar an episode or five bucks an episode um you don't get anything for doing it you used to but you do get the knowledge that's not true if you donate on there and you want a uh sticker just drop me a line kirk smith comedy i'd be happy to send you one of these classy unicorn stickers I have, I will throw oh, them in the cool. mail. Stamps on me. Oh, yeah. and I will send you my merch. How about that? I yeah, will there also we go. send you. I will send you a um, car air freshener Ooh. that teaches you to drive safe. It has a picture of me, and it also um, and it also has a QR code to my latest comedy special. Smart. So you can watch that for free. Very smart. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the uh, the scent is uh, f- is Paris Hilton. That's less smart. <laughs> yeah, Paris it Hilton, smells. The, the socialite or the Latino guy who was a uh, worked for TMZ. Which Paris Hilton? B- uh, <laughs> that was both. A long boss. Yeah, that was a both. long boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, guys, as always, please uh, subscribe to my YouTube and add me on Facebook. I'd really appreciate it. And Grams, too. He'd, he'd, he'd love to get your Instagram follows. Anything else you want to plug, Grammo? If this hey, gets just out sign time, up for my oh, go ahead. sign up for my email list so I uh, can let you know when I'm I think in I'm town. Gonna get the, I think uh, we're going to be getting this podcast out tomorrow. You can still catch Graham K. this week. And uh, tell him what you're doing, Graham, this weekend. Where you at? Oh, I'm I'm uh, I'm at Stir Crazy in Arizona, and then uh, what's uh, what city in Arizona, Graham? I don't know. It's I a think big it's, place. Uh, it's Phoenix? outside Phoenix, Phoenix, Glendale. Yeah, it's Phoenix. Glendale, Phoenix area. Phoenix area. Twenty eight, twenty eight, twenty nine of April, but uh, next week I'm going to be in uh, Club Comedy Seattle. Uh, that is May fifth and sixth, and um, come see me there. And um, I'd I'd love I'd love it if you you said hello. I'm also going to be um, opening for Nate Bargatze at Red Rocks 
in uh, Colorado. That's that big outdoor amphitheater. Um, and I'm pretty excited about that. That's a big deal for old grandma. Hey, that's awesome. All right, guys, that's it. Have a great week. You can do it.